sounds very good. Much better in England than it is in Australia. Is it? Mm. That's hilarious. (laughs) Um, Oh, and why am I talking to you in London, Lisa? It is because it is Playing Devil's Avocado, the Christmas special. Ding dong, merrily on high. Yeah. (laughs) Merry Christmas to you and yours. Merry Christmas to one and all. (laughs) How are you going? I'm pretty good. I live in London now. Yes. Well, we'll get to that because it's all different kinds of Christmas things. Um, It is. So for our lovely Christmas special, as promised. Christmas special. (laughs) We're going to talk about, well, you know, Christmas. Cheese. How to cut the cheese. And that's not a euphemism. No, but um, my husband did tell me it was, and I, I refused to believe him, and he said, Google it, and I haven't Googled it, and everyone has to guess what he said, um, have, how to cut the cheese was. Isn't it farting? Oh, you oh, know that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've never heard that before. And so I was going to Google it, and then I thought he was being ridiculous. Oh, no. So. Well, I mean, it is ridiculous, but it's also true. Um, okay, we're going to talk so this about... is actually how to cut the cheese. Right, literally, cheese. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to talk about cats, we're going to talk about TV, lots of TV and stuff like that, and then how to, blow, how to not have a fight at Christmas, which is very useful, right. probably. Yeah. So let's go, Lisa. Okay, so I think the songs for this part should be Do they know it's Christmas time at all? (laughs) Welcome to Christmas, Lisa. How are your plans and traditions going this so far this year now that you are in the cold of England? Well, I'm in London. Last night I came back from a Christmas party. Thank you, Fiona, long time listener. Um And who hosted the party? Oh, right. Yeah. And she, as I discovered, she listens. For, she'd been listening from London for years. Aww. And um, it was minus four, Claire. Yes, that's cold, isn't it? That's very cold. It, very cold. And I had bought um, Timmy, the husband, gloves earlier in the day because I said, you have to have gloves now. You live in London. And I bought him the gloves. And the party was quite... Um, Lu- what should we say? Well lubricated. <laughs> he lost one of his gloves before, oh, no. you know, even three hours. So, <laughs> yes. And you really, really need gloves when it's minus four. Or, let me tell or you. like nice woolly deep pockets. Yes. Or but a yes. combination of the two. Yes. So it's very cold, but, I mean, I like Christmas in London. Yes. I think it is proper. Yes. So... Um, we've been having lots of fun looking at the lights, very, very good lights in London, and um, everybody's sort of doing hot toddies in the pub, oh, and all the pubs are lovely. packed, and everybody's having a right old jolly knees up. <laughs> in the tradition of Benny Hill. <laughs> um, well, here in Australia, of course, it is warm, um, yes. although Melbourne's cold, apparently. right. But in Sydney, it's been quite warm. I went to a party yesterday and it was very warm and sunny. And um, we had our Christmas drinks for our department at work at the Opera Bar, just so that I can, you know, which was lovely. But it was very hot and sunny there as well. And we all got something. Oh. Anyway, so that's lovely. Um, you told me you were drinking Aperol spritzes and I thought, oh, I don't want an Aperol spritz. No, it's too cold. I, that's right. It was very nice and cooling here, though. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so weird, isn't it, that the world is opposite? Yeah. It is weird. Yeah. So what's... Um, my down world. Are you going to miss anything? In, uh, not really, are you, I uh, suppose? Well, 
I do miss at Christmas is the one time of the year in Australia or in anywhere where I drink Coca-Cola and I allow myself a carton of mini Cokes at Christmas um, and I have them with my ice and lemon because it's usually hot. So I won't be doing that this year. Can't you have mini? Um, oh, no, because it's too cold. I see. It's mm. too cold. So, um, But I have bought boxes of matchmakers. <gasps> You know, the long chocolates. Yeah. And also, I have some very exciting news to report. After eights. Yeah. Now, the the square mints, which you get in Australia. In England, they've got orange after eights. Ooh. So you get a box that's half orange and half mint. And then they also have after eights that are long, thin sort of sticks. Gosh. Yeah. It really is. Big new breaking news from yes, London. Yes, yes. Um, you know my husband. He mm-hmm. has. You know how he has food rules. One, yes, one of his one of his rules. one of his falls rules more like yes. Falls one, rules. <laughs> one of his long standing rules is that he doesn't like his chocolate bars to be messed with. So I don't know how he would oh. feel about. Okay, ask him. I will ask him. I will <laughs> report back. I will. Report back for the Easter special. <laughs> Um, and is there anything that you hate about Christmas? Um, no, I, well, I didn't love Christmas in Australia. It just didn't make sense to me. Like, I like the holiday aspect of it, but I never really got Christmas in Australia. Um, but Christmas in London, I, there's not much I don't like, to be honest. Um, I don't like New Year's Eve. Because, uh, just generally... Yeah, enforced mm. jollity. Can't mm. bear New Year's Eve. I just want to go to bed. Mm. And also, I can't stay up till midnight. It's too late for me. Um, but, no, Christmas I quite like. I don't mind a bit of Christmas these days. I think I've got a bit soppier you in are, my old age. You're very emotional, aren't you, these days? You're very... Yeah. <laughs> you even let me yeah, hug so you I... goodbye, didn't you? <laughs> I did. So I quite like it. Um and I bought the Radio Times the other day, which is a big, thick TV guide, because in England, Christmas is all about TV. Yeah. In Australia, obviously, you're just going to the beach, beach. or going for a swim. Yeah. Um, but here, you, you watch a lot of TV. And also, we've got the King's Speech this year, haven't Ooh, we? Oh, yes. So that's exciting. It'll be, it'll be sad yes. and poetic. It will. Yes. And what about you? What, do you like Christmas? Um, no, I do like Christmas. I don't like... Um, well, it's not that I don't like anything. I actually do like it, but I get I don't like buying presents and packing presents to send to people. Like it gets all too no. stressful. But I do like the actual day. Um, this year, I think we're going to spend it just the two of us and the cat. Yes, lovely. Which will be I think very that's nice. nice. Yeah, I think people should be allowed to do that. You should be allowed to just go. You know what? This year, we're not running around like headless chooks yes we normally um, do a bit of that we're just gonna stay home um just the two of us I yeah think that's nice yeah will you go out um we might go to a friend's house for drinks after in the afternoon or evening and we might just not i don't know we're gonna go we're gonna go um to family up the coast for a bit of a break afterwards i don't know it's just t- play it by ear it's the first time in a long right. time i've got like massive amount of time off at christmas so Lovely. Yes, and then, but I wanted to have a big question about Christmas. Can we do that now? Yes. It's a big Big question. question. Can you say, can you write Xmas or do you have to say Christmas? Like, 
Like, I know people who are really anti-Xmas. I do. Is it mm. the same person? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yes, she would never She would never let us put Xmas anywhere in the mag. No, no. I think because of that, I wouldn't, because I think it's been drilled into me so much. Yeah. Yeah. I no, don't... I'm probably, I'm anti-Xmas. Well, I mean, you don't, yes, I feel like I write it a lot and then I feel bad for writing it, but I don't know why, mm. because it, I don't believe in God, so I shouldn't care no. about such things, but... No. Anyway. Never um, I prefer Crimbo. <laughs> As a rule. Uh, yes. I just. What I are you doing for Crimbo? <laughs> That's a very English thing, isn't it, to say that? It and is. Like Holly yes. Bobs. Everyone's Holly says. Bobs. <laughs> Holly Bobs. I only know one person who says Holly Bobs, but she is English. Hello, Ruth. I don't think you listen, but anyway. Hello, Ab. Anyway. <laughs> um, and... Christmas parties. So we've had a yes. few. I've got one more to go, which is on Thursday. This is the big work yes. one. Um, oh, is it somewhere exciting? Yes, it's, it's, it's at the overseas passenger terminal, I think. Oh, that is. Oh, God. I went to a Christmas party there once, mm. and it was 39 degrees, and everyone got so drunk. And me and about three of my friends, we all had to go home, and we all vomited. Oh, because it was just so hot. It was it, everyone. It was so hot, and then you know, you're just drinking, drinking, drinking when it's hot to cool down. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully so it won't be like that. that. <laughs> hopefully it won't yeah. be like that. I feel like I've actually come to the end of my Christmas cheer in terms of parties, though. So oh, yes. I don't know how long I'll last. Yeah. Um, I've got one more, one more party to go to, which is next Saturday. Um, and then one Christmas lunch, and then we're done. Ugh. But we had a very big week. We've had quite a big lot of sort of um, Christmas catch-ups with mm. people we haven't seen for a long time. So it's been quite fun, actually. But I went out um, four times last week. That is so not you. That is so not you. I'm just, yeah, so I'm a bit <laughs> crying today. But I did have to have a Bloody Mary today just to get through the day. Yeah, well, you, get that t- you just get to the point where you're like, <laughs> Whatever works, I'm just going to have to <laughs> start drinking at nine. Yeah. Um, and so, but one question that you put on this list, Lisa, which I thought yeah. was very, well, big another, oh, it's another big question. Big question. Well, it could be, or it could go with our discussion later. Yes. About well, these people. Yes. What do you think? Should we leave? Well, it? let's do it now. Okay. So in the, we'll talk about Harry and Meghan later and their documentary, but in the documentary it was revealed that their engagement party was a onesie party yes and they wore matching penguin onesies yes because penguins make, make for, for life. life yeah and what i wanted to know was claire would you if someone invited you to a onesie party would you go yes it would and make would life very yes because it would make life very easy in terms of costume wouldn't it you just put do on you a onesie do you think it's hilarious or awful uh, I don't think it's I can't either. Decide. Right. I, <laughs> I think it's um, I think it's a bit lazy, but I think it's quite fun. I think I'd think it was fun. Is it a bit elitist? Because I'm not sure onesies come in all sizes. Uh, but yeah, but like most onesies are very loose. I suppose. Okay. I don't know. What uh, What onesie would you wear? To what would be gosh. your preference? Well, it would depend. I mean kangaroo maybe or oh, yes. you know depends what kind of onesie like if it was a oh yeah i suppose i don't know what other onesies are there they're usually animals aren't they cat yes. would be good i'd quite like cat would be good i'd quite like to be a unicorn oh yes oh i can imagine you as a unicorn mm. yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, that's enough parties. Okay. Enough Christmas. All well, right. no, let's talk about cheese. Oh, yes, cheese. Um, is this a... Um, is this a kitchen it, <laughs> food? I, can't a, I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> shall I just talk about it? We yeah. have to do a jingle. Yeah. So um, this was an article in the Waitrose magazine, and the Waitrose mag- magazine is a bit like the Coles magazine, but sort of on steroids. Yeah. Um, and they had a whole page called How to Cut Cheese. And I thought, how ridiculous. I know how to cut cheese, but I don't. Having read the article now. <laughs> no, I don't. So the one that interests me the most, Claire, did you read this or not? No, because I only saw it on there just before you called. Just before oh, called okay. You. Look down, because I sent it to you. Blue cheese wedges, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at blue, it now. You've got a wedge of blue cheese. Oh, yeah. Start at the centre of the thinnest edge, not the rind edge, and cut slices in a radial pattern to achieve triangles that all include some rind and some edge. Yes. Or nose. Or nose. Yes. That so makes, that sense? makes sense. Yes. yes. But I never knew that. No, but no. Now I I've read it, I'm like, oh, well, that's much better. Um, soft cheese wedges, I think, are pretty obvious. Um, like a triangle. Yeah. You just do it down each side. Yes. Yes. What about um, logs? Well, logs are like discs. That logs makes are pretty sense. Yes. Yeah. And then the block, if you've got a block of cheese, you first cut the block in half to make two rectangular pieces, and then you slide these widthways. Oh. And those slices can then be cut diagonally into triangles, if you like. Goodness, that's very, there's a lot of rules, isn't there, about cheese? It is cheese rules. <laughs> Lee's cheese rules. <laughs> I feel like there's like hard cheese wedges. Cut some hard... What does it say? Cut some hard... Oh, semi-hard and hard cheese into wedges with widthways from the narrowest end towards the rind to which you halfway up. The top half can then be cut into slices lengthways. There's a lot of rules about, like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like when they're saying it ha- can be, they can be done like that. They're almost saying, but we would, but you know, only if you're an idiot. <laughs> only if you want to. Yeah. Shall I post this on the PDAs? Please do, because I think everyone needs to learn how to do this. Properly. Everybody does need to know how to cut cheese for Christmas. Yes. PDAs is our um, Facebook group. It which is. hasn't been very busy of late. No, because we haven't been d- discussing things. But of course, please no. do feel free to discuss things in there with us. Yeah. Yeah, like how to cut cheese. Like how to cut the cheese. And also let us know if you knew that that was a cinnamon or whatever. um, Cinnamon? No? Cinnamon. Cinnamon. (laughs) Cinnamon bun. Um, For farting. farting. I didn't. Mm. Um, All right, well, now let's talk about cats. Yeah. So, um, I can't think of any music for cats now either. What's a, um, um, well, I, I, there is a musical, of course, about cats. Yeah, I know, but I can't remember any of those. Oh, Midnight? No, that's not, that's not cats. Oh, why are we mm. so useless? It is really early in the morning for me and late at mm. night for you. Yes. So, um, um, what about What's New, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's good. So you took your cats to London, so I wanted to ask how they were going. Uh, look, they're pretty good. They arrived in really good shape, and um, we arrived six hours after them, and I was fretting because there was sort of, you know, a spell there where I didn't know what was going on because I was in the air, mm. and they were hopefully landing, etc. Um, and we got high, we got to the house, and um, my brother-in-law, thanks, Jules, had been here to receive them and he's a cat man so he had um you know just sat with them while they went what the fuck (laughs) 
Um, and by the time we arrived, they were just like, oh, hi, how are you? Um, <laughs> what took you so long? <laughs> yeah, they were just like having a good sleep. Um, no, they're really good. They are just delightful. And it just freaks me out every day um, when I sort of am in London with my cat. Yeah, that is weird, it's isn't it? very strange. Yeah. Yes. It's not but like you lovely. take them on Absolute. holiday normally. No, but it's absolutely lovely. It's, it's just the nicest thing because obviously Bless. I love my cats. Yes. So um, they don't like English cat food. One of them, Millie, we're struggling to get her fed because she just doesn't seem to like English cat food very much, even though I think it all comes out of the same warehouse. Um, but apart from that, and they're a bit baffled, Millie saw a squirrel. Um, <laughs> so that was very exciting. <laughs> and um, they are a little bit baffled by the cold outside the window oh yeah we'll wait till it snows and they'll be like completely yes. flummoxed yes seeing no, that pretty falling. good oh bless them mm. <clears throat> um all right well let's do a bit of culture club because we've got a lot of culture club to get through culture so we might club. do a quick fire culture club start, club start with some tv well we'll start with other things and we'll go to tv so that we can end with the harry and megan stuff because that will be a bit oh, of a big right. discussion so you've been yes. to the theater a couple of times i've been to the theater with um our london listener moira yes um so we went and saw um a show at the barbican royal shakespeare company called my neighbor totoro which is based on it's a live version of a japanese anime from like the 80s which i saw described as japan's winnie the pooh which was a really good um explanation of it actually <laughs> and um it was amazing it was actually the best thing i've ever seen on stage in my oh, life wow. it was amazing. sensational um and it's now up for like nine awards or something mm-hmm. and if it is on anywhere where anyone is ever they must go and see it um and it's about these two little girls and their mum's in hospital and um they go and live in this new house near the hospital and then they encounter these woodland creatures that sort of become their friends and help them through this troubled time and the creatures are just ridiculously amazing and cute and funny um and they've recreated them on the stage and one of them would be I don't know, f- four meters high. Oh wow! And it, yeah, it's just sensational. Um, I've never seen anything quite like it, to be honest. And then the other thing we saw was Mandela the musical, which was op- has just opened, um, and um, it was fine. It was good. I wouldn't rush to see it unless they do a few tweaks to it. Um, but you know, top marks for trying. I wouldn't see it because it's a musical, but that's just me. No, no, I know. You, you, you I think I actually originally wrote, you would have hated it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing I like less. To me, people keep saying to me, you must see Hamilton. You must see Hamilton. Um, have you seen Hamilton? No. No. And I'm like, I don't want to see Hamilton. No. Everyone keeps saying, you have to. I've seen it twice. You'll love it. I'm um, sure that that's true. But, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my culture. And then I'm going to the ballet to see Sleeping Beauty. And I'm also going to Harry Potter World again. Well, this is this, this balance, isn't it? Balance in your yeah. world. <laughs> yeah. Harry Potter and a little bit of ballet. Yeah. Um, oh, that's exciting. Well, that's... Um, I've been watching TV. So yes. I watched Colin from Accounts, which is a really fun Australian comedy um, on Foxtel about a guy who runs over a dog 
and then um, sort of has to adopt the dog. And the, he was, the reason he ran over the dog is because a woman was walking across the road who flashed her boob at him. So he got distracted. And then they end up adopting the dog together and having to pay for its vet bills. And it's just... And then hilarity ensues. And the dog is Who's called... Oh, sorry. And the dog's called Colin. Yes, from accounts. <laughs> and the couple are a real-life couple, aren't they? Yes. It's um, so what's Pat- his name? Patrick Bramall and his wife, whose name escapes me, which is terrible for that. I didn't know that. Can you look it up? Um, it is. I do know her name because yes. her, her, her name is um, the same name as someone else, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Patrick Bramall. Uh, Harriet Dyer. Yeah, Harriet Dyer. That's right. Yes. Uh, very Patrick good. Bramall is a very funny man. He is a very funny man. And he did no activity, which yes. then went to um, America and got remade in America. But he also did one of my favourite Christmas shows of all time, which is A Moody Christmas. Oh, yes, because you, you like have... the Moody's. Yeah, that's right. No, I never did. But yes. I... Yeah, very funny. Yeah, He's I love the Moody's yes. and the Moody Christmas. So that was all on um, ABC. But I think I'm just looking up. You can watch it on um Amazon Prime. It's oh, fun. Okay. Yes. Well, Colin from Accounts is well worth watching. I binged it because it was yes. so hilarious. Oh, I'm going to look at I'm going to hopefully they'll show it here somewhere. Yes. And then you watched yeah. Firefly Lane. Oh, my God. Um, it's the worst. Oh, because um, I, was, I couldn't I, I, watch it because it was so bad. Oh, it's unwatchable. Mm. But I've watched the whole thing. So... <laughs> um, <laughs> I watched two terrible shows. One is Firefly Lane, which I think is number one or two in Australia and the UK on Netflix. Mm. And it's Catherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk, who was in Scrubs, and they play best friends. And you you follow their friendship journey from the age of, like, 11 to 50. And so there's terrible wigs and terrible costumes Ugh. and cheesy acting. And, you know... I can't. It's just, I just can't even... <laughs> it's the absolute worst, but I have watched the whole thing. You hate, I don't know did you why. hate I just couldn't it? look away. Yeah. Yes, a little bit. And then there's an Aussie, Ben Lawson's in it as the love interest. Oh, yeah. Is the brother of Josh Lawson. Yeah, I get always get confused about who he is. Yeah. But, yeah. And even he, even he, who should be wonderful because he's just lovely and handsome and good actor, the whole thing is honestly so bad, but I couldn't stop. If you just want to watch absolute nonsense... Um, that's what you should be watch watching. It. Yes. Mm. And then the other thing I watched that's absolute nonsense, and it's on Netflix here in the UK, but I don't know if you've got it yet or not, and I can't check. It won't let you check. Yeah. Um, and that's The Holiday, but it's a TV series. So The um, Holiday. Oh, I, yeah, no, I've heard about it, but I don't know that it is on. But it might be because I just avoid all those things, to be fair. Right. But well, this I, is about... Four university friends, and they go on holiday together to a villa 20 years later with their husbands and their children. And then one of them is a police detective, and she suspects her husband of having an affair with one of the others. Um, And then there's all sorts of drama going on with the kids as well. And it's really twisty-turny plots and absolute nonsense, preposterous. But I, again, watched the whole thing. Four episodes. (laughs) Easy, Easy nonsense watching. Um, I'm just looking it up. I can't see it, but that doesn't mean it's not there. But speaking no. of, have you watched Wednesday? The, no, not um, yet. Adam Family one. I haven't watched it either, but I think I, I will. I think I probably will. Yeah, because mm. I do love the Adams Family. Yeah. And then speaking of things called the holiday, 
are you excited that they're going to do a sequel to the Hol- Holiday movie with Cameron Diaz? No, because I hate well, Cameron really. Diaz. I think she's a terrible actress. I just can't be bothered. Oh. I mean, I was quite... Okay. I mean, you know, it was great. It was good. Yeah, I guess maybe mm. Kate Winslet. Is it? Kate Winslet. Was it Jude I don't Law? Know. Jude Law and, and, and then Jack Black. I feel like it's Jack Black. Yeah, it yes. was Jack Black. As an unexpected love interest. It's an interesting um, an interesting cast, I suppose, if, they, if they're all coming back. Yeah. Are you, um, have you watched any Christmas movies yet? No. I'm not really into Christmas movies. Last year I watched right. the, what, the, the couple that I watched that I didn't mind. Um, someone was telling me yesterday about one they watched and I just was like, I can't even. I just can't. can't even go there. I can't. No. Like, did you watch the Lindsay Lohan one? No. No, um, maybe I need to do that at some point as well, just for... All right. Yes. But what should. we have been watching, of course, is oh, the yes. best Christmas gift of all, the <laughs> gift that just keeps on giving and will keep yeah. giving again this week. It's the Harry and Meghan yes. show. The Harry and Meghan show. H&M show. H&M. So I've yeah. watched all three. Have you watched all three of the first yes. lot? Yes. I had to really push through the third one because I was so bored. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't at all bored. I was just fascinated by the whole, the whole thing. Fascinated me. Right. <laughs> I found it quite boring and tiresome, but um, I felt very sorry for Harry. Yeah. I, I felt sorry for both of them, and um, I really hope if anything comes out of it, it's that the men stop hounding people for photographs yeah you know i think a lot of that sounded really scary and horrible um and i think there has been a change since then even i thought there had been but maybe there hasn't i don't know i mean then i saw you know that the one of the one of the websites had photos of kate ritchie going into a mental health facility the other day so i mean how that can be published in this day and age i don't know it's just disgraceful it's Um, terrible it is terrible. And I thought we had all moved on from that, but we obviously haven't. So I hope um, I hope some changes do happen as a result of their documentary, to be honest. Mm. My it was very fear... uncomfortable, wasn't it, that, that stuff? Yeah. My feeling, though, is that it's just going to be seen as another whinge and in, I don't know how much good will come of it. But I hope... Because it feels like the press are watching themselves being assholes on there and yes. then talking about how much assholes they are. And it's like, hang on a minute, you're the ones that were being assholes to start off with. You know, like they're looking at, they're still complaining, they're still saying it's boring, they're still saying she's whinging, they're still saying all the things that, when all they're trying to do is explain from their side. And I know that's really privileged to have that opportunity to do that and it's really um, so ridiculous that they it can even, like, they're not going to just shut up and walk away. But then I also feel like they do have to explain it because they were treated appallingly. And I feel like I really hope this is, they draw a line under well, it. Well, I hope so this. too. I'm worried they don't because of Harry's book. But yeah. I really don't think they've got anything more to say. I think they've said their piece and we can all go, yes, that was a bit rubbish. Um, but let's all, you know what I mean? I think it's time to just put it to rest yes. and move on. I feel and like he's got to be... Sorry. I just think the problem for them is that um, without the royal aspect, they have no relevancy, and that's why they have to keep banging on about the royal stuff. What's interesting is that not one person I've spoken to in the UK has watched it. Oh, really? No. That's interesting. Couldn't couldn't care less. They literally couldn't care less. I am a bit... 
went a bit to town. Yeah. Um, but the actual uh, no, and I've I've spoken to lots of people this week, and I'm like, oh, have you watched it? And they're like, no, they just don't care. I feel like I'm really sick of seeing Harry's face, to be honest. Like, I feel like it would do them such a lot. <laughs> he says nice things about you. <laughs> I just think he, it would do them a lot of favours to just shut up now, as you say. But I could not stop watching it. And all of the race stuff and all of the, um, you know, it was just horrifying to see it all laid there one thing after yes. another. You just realise what that poor woman had to go through. However much you don't like her or like her, it makes no difference. It's still what she had to go through was horrendous. What he had to yes. go through, what he had to take on. Like when he said about her dad, you know, she lost her dad and I had to take that on. You know, like it's true. It's like marrying into the royal family meant a destruction of her life, you know, and, yes. and her family. And, his. and maybe he was... Maybe he was naive in the first place to think it would work. Yeah. And I think that's maybe what other... When he said that everyone was like, oh, she's an, she's an actress and blah, yeah. blah, blah. It maybe they were actually thinking, this is going to be really hard for you guys. Yeah. Like, maybe that's what... When they were saying it won't last or whatever, maybe they they actually meant was this isn't... It's not going to work. And it yeah. didn't. So no. they were right. But he obviously is completely and utterly in love with her. Yeah. And will defend her to the ends of the of the earth and um and support her endlessly as he should so um that's not going to change anytime soon she's utterly beautiful isn't she yeah she's lovely and i, I mean i do feel for her i feel like i, I really feel like she, mm. her life has been destroyed at a time when actually she thought that she was gonna you know be able to change the world and in fact the world just completely went to town on her so yeah you know. i do wonder about the optics of you know watching her crying allegedly on a um with an Hermes blanket behind her yeah, that cost I know. 1500 pounds I, I found found all that stuff you know it was just amazing I it? know it, it was just all, they're so glossy aren't they but that is that laid back lux thing um that costs an enormous amount of money yes. costs an enormous amount of money to to have that casual um you know elegance it's, and luxury it's, around yeah, you it's so true and like you know i mean and the house was amazing everything is amazing yes i mean i did i uh, i really do question whether the stuff you know when she said um nobody told me what to do mm. i thought i thought really what there's palaces full of courtiers and aids and nobody sat you down and said right these are the expectations just so you know um you know when you go on a walkabout think about your heels because it's going to get really painful if you wear really high heels mm. or whatever it is whatever it is i can't believe that n- nobody gave her any guidance and if they didn't that is just so out of line but, but I'm, i my understanding was that after diana the queen was like we have to give moving forward. We have to give these w- women moving into the family support. Mm. And I understand. I thought Kate got all sorts of guidance and help. Um, and I'd be amazed if 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 Megan didn't. But it I wonder if she said. I wonder if she'd said she didn't want any because she thought she was going to be able to do it. Because I think she came in there with a bit more of an ego than you know, and probably thought, right. well, I, I'm a celebrity. I know how to walk down the street. I, I don't know red carpets. Carpet. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. it's kind of backfired on her. Anyway, look, we could talk about it for hours. We have indeed talked we about could. it for quite some time. Yeah. Um, right. And I can't wait for the next three episodes. No, I'll be watching all three. <laughs> Glued to the Obviously. telly. Glued, Glued to, to the, the telly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
and now for another topic at Christmas, of course. One thing that happens when people get together and spend a lot of time together and have maybe one too many um, champagnes or eggnogs in... Um, oh, eggnog, yes. Yes. Is that I any... actually Googled eggnog today. Oh, did you? <laughs> I didn't know what it was. What is it? It's so I, egg and... I Googled it. It's um, someone like George Washington invented it. It's egg and cream and rum Ooh. and cinnamon or something and you sort of... You gently cook it together into a hot drink. Right, and you wouldn't want it to go into scrambled egg kind of scenario, would no. you? No, scrambled eggnog would be nasty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's a trick, you see, because everyone always then has a fight, you see, you've had a few too many drinks, you're a bit tired, families get together, and um, there's a trick that was in the Daily Mail, which I thought was very useful for all of us in this time, which is this one 20-minute trick that everyone should know to avoid a major fight with their partner, and it could save your relationship. So what it is, it's not really that revolutionary, but it's quite interesting that you take 20 minutes to work out before talking to your partner after an argument. So you have a little argument and then you stop and then you should do some some exercises for 20 minutes. Right. Um, and then you're not allowed to discuss anything until you've worked out for the 20 minutes. And then you, um, because your body goes into fight or flight, and then mm. once and all these hormones flood into your body and so you can't actually have a rational conversation which is why you know people stomp off or mm. so i'm going to divorce you but if you do the workout it brings your body back to baseline apparently um i so, wonder if you just go for a walk well you can't can do the same thing 20 minutes away is fine but working yeah. out also distracts you from stewing and getting yourself hyped up as you wait yes. you know so you're not yes. so i think that's actually a very cool thing although it could be very funny if you were at someone else's house and you started lifting weights for 20 minutes while you were having a <laughs> awkward discussion Got on the peloton um i think it sounds like I'm not going to do the workout, but I would probably go and get some air and have a walk around the block. I think yeah. that's a good idea. Well, I was the telling 20 minute this, break. Yeah, I was telling this to a friend last night, and he was saying that he has a safe word, and not in a sexual way, and that when, right. um, if he has a fight with his partner, they ha- they're allowed to use the safe word so that they have to stop arguing. And for the same reason, I guess, is that you stop it, you oh. walk away from it. Like, like banana. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. Yes, whatever the word may be. But I think that I'm going to start right. at Christmas. I'm going to make a concerted effort to have a 20 minute break if Lee and I have an argument and just see what happens. All right. See what happens. All right. Well, on that note, Lisa, that's all we have. Oh, no, we have one more thing. I apologize. What is it? That we just we picked the word of the year. Oh, we did. We highlighted this so long ago, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, so the word of the year, which is now in the. Dictionary. I think Oxford. I think it's the Oxford Dictionary. Yeah. Every year. The word of the year. Yeah. What is it? It's goblin mode. Yes. So goblin yes. mode is very culturally um, significant in COVID times because people just go into the house, eat over the sink, <laughs> wearing yes. wearing tracksuit pants, not washing their hair. And not speaking to people, and they 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 coined the phrase goblin mode, and now it's in the lexicon. Yeah, word of the year. Yeah, unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy. Typically, in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. 
That's me. That'll be me this Christmas. Oh, I can't wait. Bring it on. With a a tin of quality street in one hand and some eggnog in the other. (laughs) (laughs) Well, have a lovely, lovely Christmas, Lisa. And no doubt we will speak before then. Yes. But not, not on this platform. No. And to all and of our listeners, yeah, yeah, and hopefully we'll see you have soon. Yes, and Merry yes. Christmas, and don't forget the 20-minute rule if you're going to get a little bit stressy. And yep. we'll see you next year. See you next year.